0: No questions? Come on. What do you think? Welcome to the podcast. One of the biggest projects that Farm and City is working on, and that I spend more time on than anything else, is Vision Zero Texas. Vision Zero is an international movement in the transportation safety world That primarily can be characterized by a focus on the goal of ending traffic deaths, using data maps and analysis to target interventions, a belief that we should assume people will make mistakes, and so we should design a transportation system, such that when people make mistakes, it doesn't kill someone. So we work across the state to help cities, counties, metropolitan planning organizations, and the state itself adopt Vision Zero action plans and goals for ending traffic deaths and meaningful ways to prioritize a safer Texas. At this point, there are two governments in the state of Texas that have Vision Zero action plans. That's the city of Austin and the city of San Antonio. Many other cities are thinking about it at this time. and I've traveled across the state to Laredo and Fort Worth and Houston and Dallas to talk to people about the benefits of a Vision Zero approach for their cities. We have also been keeping up a pretty steady drumbeat that the Metropolitan Planning Organization, the MPO level, our entire metro regions need to focus on traffic safety and figure out how to make our metropolitan regions safer. Because the profound danger of our transportation systems really are a regional question and have to do with how our metropolitan regions have developed forcing us to drive too much and to drive in dangerous ways. So while we're doing all this work locally to help local elected officials and local governments make better choices in the transportation system to save lives, we also are working at the state level. And TxDOT policies and the actions of the legislature and the governor have a lot to do with how many people die every day in Texas on our roads which is 10 people every day. More people die in Texas than any other state in the nation. And soon, if Texas meets the goals of its Strategic Highway Safety Plan and California meets the goals of its Strategic Highway Safety Plan, by 2020, tw- two times as many people per capita will die in Texas than in California. It will be twice as dangerous to use our transportation system than theirs. So Farm and City has a legislative agenda that we're working on, um, which we need everybody's support. Doing lobbying is something that 501 c 3 nonprofits can do, um, but a lot of times foundations and other entities don't want to support that work. But it's a crucial element of the policy change we're trying to do and meeting our mission. Um, and so we have a legislative agenda and That includes the Safe Neighborhood Streets Bill, which I'm about to explain, a statewide hands-free law to make it illegal to drive a car while you're actually talking on a telephone and looking at your phone, Um, something we're calling the Texans Together on the Road to Zero Bill, named after the tech stop marketing plan for the Strategic Highway Safety Plan, Um, but basically... We need the legislature to support the work that transportation safety professionals have been doing and to prioritize ending traffic deaths and to adopt a goal for ending traffic deaths in Texas. Um, We also are working on a stop for pedestrians law. Texas is currently a yield to pedestrians, and some states have seen um, significant safety benefits of changing to a stop for pedestrians And finally, we're working on if there can be greater funding for safety efforts and looking at the idea of a vehicle registration fee based upon the mass of your vehicle, because traffic safety is a um, force equals mass times acceleration question, and so if a human is running as fast as they can and runs into another human, um, they're most likely going to survive. But if you're driving a big old truck, like like my father-in-law's truck, and you hit a human, uh, there's very little chance that human will survive. And so um, we have a proposal for funding safety efforts across the state um, based upon how much danger you introduce into the system um, based on the mass of the vehicle you want to drive. Um, this is... I believe, a Texas way to address the issue. Um, We can continue to have the freedom to choose to drive big vehicles, and the way to maintain that freedom is to allocate the costs. The free market methodology is that we should have the risk um, allocated at the decision-making point, and adding on a mass-based vehicle registration fee, I think, is a reasonable way to do that. But what are safe neighborhood streets? I live on a a little street in Austin that's a residential street that goes from mid-rise apartments to single-family homes. And people drive down that street going 50 miles an hour. And my four-year-old son lives there, and it's not acceptable to me. Um, And... Partially because I know people whose families have, whose kids have been hit on little streets, little neighborhood streets, and just horrible, devastating changes to their lives and children being lost or hurt in very bad ways. So I want to find ways to make our residential streets safer across all of Texas. I think all children across the entire state deserve the freedom of being able to walk down your street and safely expect not to die and being able to ride your skateboard around your neighborhood and being able to ride your bike um with a reasonable expectation that you won't die and so how do we achieve that and we know that the the problem on neighborhood streets is the speed of people driving cars and that If a kid dashes out into a street, if the person driving a car is driving 20 miles an hour, that kid has a 95% chance of surviving. And once you get up to 40 miles an hour, the kid instead has about a 10% chance of surviving. And so if we can reduce the speeds on our neighborhood streets, we can save kids. And one key point is that when you look at just children who are dying in Texas while walking or biking, um, the most are dying or being seriously injured on 30 mile per hour streets. You know, in general, in the traffic safety world, um, it's our big streets, it's our North Lamar, our Westheimer in Houston. Um, the big streets are where most deaths happen, and mostly at intersections. But for kids walking and biking, it is our residential streets where kids are dying. And so we need to fix that. So I've been working on this Safe Neighborhood Streets Bill a long time. We um, worked with then-Senator Rodney Ellis to file the first version of this bill um, almost six years ago. Um, So this upcoming session in 2019 will be the third session with such a bill, and there is a um, sort of a truism or an old wives' tale in Texas that any meaningful policy change actually takes three sessions to get through. So it's time to pass the Safe Neighborhood Streets Bill um, this coming session. So what this bill is all about is changing the design of our neighborhood streets to allow safety and currently um, there's a long tradition in texas of designing streets sort of for the worst user and like imagining someone driving very fast driving drunk and crashing and trying to design streets so that person has uh the best chance of surviving and so when you do that you will do things like making lane making lanes wider um but when you use a high design speed for a street, another result is that you're actually encouraging everyone to drive fast. And a lot of the problem we have in Texas is we have streets that make you feel like you need to be going faster, and it's very difficult to actually drive at the speed limit in basically most of Texas. And so instead, cities across Texas have started to look into how to make safer neighborhood streets. And you have examples um, in various places. In Austin, the city of Austin's done quite a lot on redesigning neighborhood streets, but even you know various places, suburban cities in Texas have used little neighborhood roundabouts and things like that to try to um make the sort of the default way you travel through a neighborhood the safe way. But there's a couple problems. Um In general, traffic engineers plan, according to guidance from TxDOT, they design a street um, with the highest anticipated speed limit that they think that street might have. And so across Texas, the prima facie speed limit, the default speed limit, if there's not any other sign, and if you're on just a normal residential street, is 30 miles an hour. And so a lot of traffic engineers interpret this meaning that they have to, the minimum they can design a street to is 30 miles an hour. And to actually design a street to be safe for children, you need to design it to 20 miles an hour. And so the speed limit in Texas is a limiting factor on the safety that we can deploy um, that we know how to do. We know how to design safe streets, but we're not doing it. Another issue is the way that the law is today. You have to, if you want to lower the speed limit to 25, which is allowed, um, you have to put a sign on both ends of every block where you want to do that. And so the city of Houston traffic engineer Jeff Weatherford, a while ago, um, concluded through study that basically every single residential street in the city of Houston needed to be slower and needed to have 25-mile-per-hour speed limit and 25-mile-per-hour design. But the cost simply of printing the signs was going to be in the millions, I think about $5 million, and there was no chance he was going to get that money from city council to put signs all over the city of Houston. And so that was the original impetus for when he started looking into changing state law And another glitch in the system is that the 2007 law that established that the ability of cities to lower speed limit on residential streets has these reporting requirements that appear to be impossible to actually do. And so the city of Austin has not added any of those 25 mile an hour streets since 2008 because Mm -hmm. they are somewhat risk-averse, apparently, in terms of legal strategy, and they believe that it's not possible to meet the reporting requirements, and thus can't do it, can't add any more safe neighborhood streets. And so part of what we hope the bill will do this session is just to remove the reporting requirements. Funny thing, I did a public information request of DOT, and they actually sent me to Texas DPS and then back. And neither agency is aware of anyone ever filing the reports that are required. And so I hope we can remove this meaningless bureaucratic um, limit to the ability of cities to design safe streets. So we are proposing to change the default speed limit across the state of Texas on residential streets where you don't have a speed limit sign. And we hope that that will change from 30 to 25, and we also hope that the legislature will allow cities to use 20-mile-an-hour speed limits where appropriate, is actually a power that counties already have and that has mostly been used for wealthy, unincorporated subdivisions. So a wealthy developer can get a county to set them a 20-mile-an-hour speed limit, um, but cities cannot. And um, we hope that with 20-mile-an-hour speed limit, the cities can actually design streets to be really safe. And to use things like neighborhood traffic circles, um, bulb outs at the end of blocks to narrow the street a little, uh, and other design features to make all the streets of Texas um, as safe as the kids of Texas deserve. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Farm and City Podcast. My name's Jay Blazik-Crossley, and this one went a little longer than I think I really want these to be, but um, I'm pretty concerned about the safety of our streets, and we need a lot more Vision Zero and a lot more kids across Texas to have the freedom of a safe neighborhood. Thanks, y'all. See you later.